Leaving a Legacy is brought to you by HipstersOfTheCoast.com and can be found on the Top Deck app every Friday. You can support the show directly at Patreon.com slash Leaving a Legacy. Magic is power. Of leaving a legacy. My name is Patrick. I'm your legacy newbie. Uh, no one's with me this week. I am running the cast solo. Jerry has uh, some, uh, let's call them home repairs going on, and uh, he is unable to make it to this podcast. So I decided we're gonna go. We're gonna do something different this time. Uh, it's the first time we're doing this uh, this way. I'm gonna run this this bitch solo and. Uh, We'll see how it goes. Um, so let's see. First off, want to send a thank out, thank you to our newest uh, patrons past week. Uh, thank you very much to Ilo Mirit, uh, Nicholas Hockmuth, and uh, Mickey. Thanks so much for joining the Patreon, guys. Uh, we please uh, join the uh, the Discord, of course. And uh, you know we can't uh, can't do the show without uh, without the support from all of our awesome listeners, and we we really appreciate it. Um, uh, if you want to support the show, you can uh, head over to patreon.com slash leaving a legacy. All right. So um, originally I was thinking about doing because I'm not super plugged into the legacy format right now. I know people are getting ready for GP Atlanta and that's super exciting. Uh, we just had the Syracuse results, um, but I wasn't too interested in doing that solo. And I was trying to think of what I could do by myself that would be interesting to me and at least mildly amusing for our listeners and uh so it's gonna be a compact episode this week but i thought i'd do some art reviews and originally i was thinking well let's let's uh let's get drunk and do some art reviews of eldraine right a new set and uh well i didn't really feel super excited about doing eldraine i mean our eldraine art is pretty pretty dope and if we run super short in the art this week i'll maybe do some but I thought, you know what? Like, I'm gonna throw it out to our to our patrons and the people on our Discord and see, hey, uh, why don't you guys shoot me your favorite art from Magic, and I'm gonna do an art review. And full disclosure, I don't really know what a what an art review consists of, <laughs> but um, but we're gonna give it a shot. Hold on one second. All right, so, um, let's see. First up, we have our friend uh, Rich Shea. No, Doctor Shea. Has been on the podcast. He's been a top eight, a perennial top eight competitor in the LAL Opens. Uh, is a phenomenal guy. We went out to uh, uh, GP Niagara with him. Just a super awesome dude. Um, great hair, great head of hair, and a, and a pretty cool guy. So uh, he sent me. So th- this is how Baller Rich is. He sent me his favorite magic arts, but they're just pictures of the original art hanging on his wall. So the dude's like just straight up balling out right now. He's got some original art here. So um, let's see. The first one, he has Lava Dart, Thaumatog, Megatog, and Necrotog. So these are all pretty sweet. Uh, the first one, Lava Dart, is a pretty good pretty good artwork. I, I kind of like it. Uh, it's like a blue wizard. It looks like he's in a bathrobe, so I'm not like super digging in the bathrobe. I feel like if you're a powerful wizard, you got some um, 
some nice like filigree on your sleeves. I don't really see that. It could be the picture though. But this guy does get points for having uh, like this uh, little demon on top of his wizard staff, which is pretty baller. And he's like shooting a little uh, some little pyrotechnics out of his palm. So I'm gonna give this one like um, like a three point five out of five. I'd say it's a solid solid piece of artwork there. Uh, Rich has this framed really nicely. Uh, with some red red on red matting with a, a very simple black frame. Uh, big fan of the framing. Uh, so let's see. The next one is, I believe he said, was Thaumatog. Yeah, Thaumatog. So let's check this one out here. Okay, so first first impression of this guy. He looks like a pretty dangerous Atog, right? He's got a couple knives in his hands. Uh, no, no pants, it looks like. But he's got like a skull around the crotchal area, so I appreciate that. And he's very modest to Tog. Um, uh, yeah, the colors are really cool, actually. Uh, it's got like a palm tree in the background there. Kind of in front of a little muddy swamp area. I kind of like the Atogs. I you know what I like about the Atogs is that all the artists seem to have like their own take on what an Atog. All right, so technical difficulty. Looks like a recording stopped for a moment there. But anyway, I'm um, just getting into the scoring of this uh, this 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 piece of art here. And uh, like I said, I dig the I dig the coloring of the Atog. I like how every artist kind of has their own take on them. Um, I'm gonna give this guy like like a solid like. Well, you know what this reminds me of. You know, I was uh one time I was a child, and uh, I was down in um, Florida visiting my grandfather, and I remember leaving our um, our room one day. And I swear, a little guy looking just like this came up to us and tried to attack us. Little lizard, little lizard folk. And uh, I feel like the it looks like the Everglades in the background here. I'm gonna give this guy like a um, four out of five. I really like this art. It's pretty. It's pretty great. Thaumatog. Very nicely done. And Rich again, you know, has the the original art for this. A nice uh, tan background over like a almost like an eggshell mat. And uh, simple black frame again. Really appreciate that one. Um, all right, next one from Rich. Rich has a bunch of Atogs. Of course, he's also known as the Atog Lord. If that makes sense. Oh, this is Megatog. So Megatog was like, well, so <clears throat> this is like if you took like a Grateful Dead album and mixed it with, uh, I'm gonna say, almost, almost like a not quite Megadeth, maybe like an Iron Maiden album. So like if you took Iron Maiden and then mixed it with a Grateful Dead album. I think you get Megatog. Uh, so this, the interesting thing about this guy is he's a little bit more... He looks like... All right. So the previous Atog, right? Thaumatog had like knife knives. This guy's got no weapons, but he is crushing a skeleton and eating the bones, which is kind of cool. He's got these big red eyes. I kind of dig the... Uh, well, his framing of this is really excellent. He's got a nice purple matting over black matting with another simple black frame. Uh, but the purple really brings out some of the background in the Atog art. This is kind of cool. But this Atog, notably, this Atog has four fingers. The previous Atog had three fingers. So uh, this guy is clearly maybe like more highly evolved. Although he's not using tools, maybe he's got the tools tucked away behind him. I can't see him. A lot of teeth though. So there's that. There's that. Um, yeah, this guy gets like a this guy gets like a three five three point five out of five. I think. I like the eyes. They're pretty haunting, actually. Probably gonna have a hard time getting those out of my mind tonight. Um, all right, last one from uh from our Atog Lord Necrotog. 
Now, full disclosure, I've never played any of these cards, and I think Rich might be upset with me for, for that. Um, but I've, uh, ATOGs are never, like, part of any of the formats I ever played. They weren't, like, uh, part of them, really. Um, but look at this, let's look at this guy. Ooh, this guy is about to have a snack. Okay, so here's here's what's interesting, right? All right, this guy is very different from the other Atogs. He has uh, some like bones exposed on what would be his right forearm there. Also four fingered, worth noting. Um, doesn't look bipedal for what it's worth, but he's gonna eat a goblin, like a whole goblin, right? So this guy's like, this guy's super big. He's a lot bigger than the other Atogs I've seen. He's pretty. He's pretty large. Like the he does a goblin in one bite, and the goblin like doesn't really seem to know what's about to happen to him. I kind of feel bad for the goblin. Nice red matting with the like a uh, brownish inner matting there, and again another plain back frame. Rich Shea, I've learned today, not a fan of ornate framework. Likes the uh, the very simple black frames, which I can appreciate. I like that. I, I like you uh, kind of let the artwork speak for itself. That's pretty great. This one, I like this art quite a bit. I think this is like a 4.5 out of 5, honestly. The Atog has these like really like this glowing uh, like throat and the same color in the eyes and exposure, exposure in the skeleton. Pretty badass, actually. I really appreciate that. Yeah, and that goblin's going to get effed. There's no doubt about it. Oh, yeah, 4.5 out of 5. Excellent. Um, All right, so Nick Major sent in a bunch of art, too, which I appreciate, Nick. Thank you. The first one's Jockalhups. And so, again, full disclosure, I've heard this art talked about, I've heard this card talked about before. I actually don't know what this, I don't know what this card is. I think it's a creature. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to open up, hold on. All right, there's Google. Jockalhups. How do we spell that? J-O. Hmm. Okay. I thought it was a creature. I don't think it's a creature. Oh, it's a sorcery? Okay. 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 Let's see. It's four red red. That's expensive. Uh burial artifacts, creatures and lands. Oh. Huh. What does it what's a jockle hub? Everyone I've always thought I thought it was jockle pup jockle pups. Jackal pups. Huh. What's jockle hops mean? Jokel hops? What's jokel hops mean? Anybody? Hmm. All right. Well, the art is kind of neat. Uh, it's got like a very, uh, let's see, Mike Kerr. Is that a lot to the, no, hold on. That's not the art he sent me. I'm sorry. He sent me the Richard Thomas art. It looks like, uh, it looks like a toxic river is bursting through an ice wall and it's going to flood everything. Let's see. Let's see what the, the flavor text says. This is a red card from Ice Age, by the way. I was shocked when I first saw the aftermath of the Yavimala Valley da disaster. The raging waters that swept away... Oh, so it's like a flood. Jokel hops. Swept away trees, bridges, and even houses. My healers had much work to do. Yeah, they do. Your healers and your builders. Shout out to the, uh, the Ice Age Union boys out there. Okay. I don't know what Jokel hops means. I feel like... I have a bone to pick wizards. I don't think you should be using words. I don't know what they mean. I think it's kind of bullshit. I feel, I'm going to take that as an insult. Like you're insulting my intelligence. All right, Nick. I guess like, uh, it's like pretty simple. I could draw that art. That's like a, that's like a f two out of five. 
All right, next one, Swords to Plowshares. Okay, so full disclosure, Swords to Plowshares, not an art that I've really, really, like, looked at. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've my cards have been Swords to Plowshares before. Uh, this is, like, a different art, though. This is the Kaja Foglio art. Not, like, Phil and Kaja Foglio, not my favorite artists. Um, I know some people love their whimsy. Um... But, uh, like, Jeff Mengis Mengis is the one I always associate with Swords to Plowshares. But this is a pretty good art, too. Uh, I like it. It's like a... It's got, like, that, uh... It feels very... It feels very religious. You know, it has, like, that, uh, the aura around the head of the, uh, the main... The main character in the art there. I don't know when this art was first printed. It's not the OG art, but it's gotta be around there. It's like Cold Snap. It goes back to at least Cold Snap. Maybe Ice Age, too. Certainly Ice Age. <clears throat> it's good art. It's good. The uh, the sword turned into a bird, which is kind of strange. I like the swords of plowshares where the guy's actually got like a scythe. scythe and he's like reaping hay. That's kind of cool. This one's just like, oh, no, my sword's a bird. That's like, that's a little bit less swords to plowshares in my opinion. I don't think it really evokes the art. The art's cool. It evokes the card, the flavor of the card. It's cool, though. It's cool. I'll give it like a three out of five. It's it's like it's like uh, it's pretty good. Nick notably does not own these arts. He just sent me the pictures. All right. So the next one that he has on here is um, let's see. He said, "I'm sorry, Finhorn Elves." I want to find this artist here. This is our first uh, this is our first art review, guys. So if you like this, let me know. I'll do more of these, I suppose, if people like it. I doubt you're going to like it. Just me. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's fun to listen to. Finhorn Elves, Justin Hampton. All right, so you want to know what I think about this? All right, so, like, you know, you look at art from, like, old art, like Egypt. It's bad, right? Like, let's be honest. Like, all right, the Egyptians were unbelievable, like, architects and brilliant, like, Brilliant in that respect. But those guys couldn't draw for shit, right? Like, I'm not the only one who thinks that, right? I hope it's not. Um, that's not the case. Like, Egypt, not known for their art. Their 2D art, perhaps. Maybe their sculptures are pretty good. You know, they drew they like the, the Sphinx. But their 2D art is pretty bad. Like, uh, they did not translate three-dimensional objects to two-dimensional very well. So, I guess what I'm getting at is, like, Justin kind of feels like uh, didn't get the 3D part very good in this 2D artwork. You know, they look like, uh, I mean, it's cool that the elves got a knife. They both, they both look like angry elves that have knives. They, they kind of remind me more of like pirates than elves, I guess. I guess, you know what? They're more like, uh, elves and then like, um, like Santa's elves. That's what they look like. They got like the pointy ears, but they look short to me. They look short. They got like the thorny trees next to them and, uh, nice vests look like, uh, fleece lined vests, which is probably good. If it's cold out, I recommend. Although, if you're in the cold, don't you want like a vest that like you want like more like a long sleeve, right? Like a vest seems like uh, not like a fully committed to the uh, to the cold weather there. And they got like their collars open. I don't know. I don't know if I buy that they're cold. Maybe it's like a style thing. Uh, this gets like a two out of five. It's just not realistic. It's not like uh, I don't get like three dimensions out of this thing. Also, also the forearm of the uh, the lead elf there is way too long. 
you know one problem I have with some artists is that they, I feel like they don't take into the uh the composition of like how like the actual like body works like if this this dude's elbow super long elbow on this guy maybe this guy's got like unusually large arms long arms that's possible but like if you just draw in your head like that elbow's got to be a little shorter I don't think where the form you guys just Google Finhorn elves Justin Hampton maybe send him an email tell him to like look at elbows you know see see what's going on with that but I don't I don't really buy that first elbow there all right let's see all right next one is stasis okay. I know this. I don't have to look at this art. I know this art really well, right? It's got the clown on one side, right? The uh, the fox in the, in, the, in the other side. They're on a scale. The fox is eating a ball or kissing a ball. There's a moon. And then there's a... Uh, who's that guy who did the... Uh, the guy who did the uh, the art for PBS? You know what I'm talking about. Big Afro. Bob Ross. Got the Bob Ross color palette in the center there. I'm just saying this artist had no direction on this card. This card makes no sense. Stasis, like everything's locked in place, and you got like this this fox and this weird 30s clown on a scale. The clown's gonna weigh more, guys. Foxes are like 20 pounds. Okay? At most. At most. It's like a five out of five art, though. It's pretty cool. It's pretty iconic. It just doesn't make sense. Like I feel, you know, you know what I'm saying? The fox has a blindfold on. That doesn't make any sense to me. Does that mean that like a blind fox is as valid as a 1930s clown? Think about that. I'm thinking about it. All right. Next one. Demonic attorney. <laughs> this one's funny. There was like uh, an amount of whimsy in cards back in the day. I'm going to Google Demonic. I'm going to pull it up on the big screen. Demonic. I'm having a hard time typing. There we go. Autofill is good. Demonic Attorney. Let's check this guy out. Daniel Gellin. I haven't heard that name before. This guy. So, hmm. Interesting. These guys. All right. Full disclosure. I don't really know what a demon's supposed to look like, right? These guys both got horns. One's got a real big nose, like shockingly large nose. The other one's got a kind of small nose. So I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if they're trying to say something about the noses thing. Uh, the judge has got his gavel up, though. He doesn't look happy. This other guy kind of like got like a little little waistcoat on. He's got a, a wig, like a barrister's wig. They both have barrister's wigs. I feel like if you're in hell, I don't think you need to wear a barrister's wig at that point. It's probably hot down there. I feel like uh, you probably can get away with like just your natural hair, but for what it's worth, demonic attorney. The judge doesn't look happy with this attorney. This attorney doesn't look doesn't seem like he's very uh, dialed into how the judge is feeling about him. I think if you're a good attorney, you kind of have to have a relationship with the judge. This guy does not have a relationship with the judge here, for sure, for sure. Uh, art is pretty sweet though. Nice wood grain. I like that. Uh. <laughs> The, de the, the demon attorney has shockingly large fingers and unkempt fingernails. I don't know how I feel about that. I guess it's part of probably part and parcel of being a demon. I'm going to give this Daniel, Dan, Dan Gellin, Daniel Gellin. I'll give you like a two and a half out of five. I feel like the fire in the background, you didn't really bring the heat with that one, so to speak. Uh, but uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Like I said, attorney doesn't look super happy about it, though, to be honest with you. Uh, let's see. Who else... Oh, Tom Smiley, it can do Cyclops. Tom's 
Tom knows that I have the drinking for this episode. And uh, so he knows I'm going to have a hard time typing out Cyclops. Let's see. Is this the naked guy? Oh, Tom. Tom's a dirty boy. This is a Mirage card. Yeah, this dude's naked. What's it? He's got a big fupa though. Um he's got the he's got the lady cyclops there though too. He's like he's I, th I don't know if he's trying to impress her. Oh, she's not a cyclops. Oh, she's not a cyclops. She got she got two eyes and two big boobs. Interesting. This is a full-bodied uh female in this picture. Robert Bliss. I know where your mind's at. This all right, you don't have a problem with this cyclops, right? He's got like this chiseled six-pack. But also like this huge gut underneath it. Like I would, I would, I could dig that. I would like to have like a six pack, some nice obliques, but also like a belly underneath that. He's got it. Maybe he was just using the belly as artistic uh, license to cover his crotchal region. Because <coughs> I don't think that's a loincloth trailing behind him. I think that might be poop. Maybe it's poop. He looks like he's jumping pretty hard. He's like jumping. He's got this. Uh, he's got. He has like two moons or two suns behind him. I'm not really sure. I'm gonna say they're moons. I feel like if they're suns, he would be washed out in the picture. So they must be moons, right? He's a backlit. He's got like a battle axe. He's swinging on this little little tiny vine. This tiny vine that like, look, unless it's like uh, interwoven spider thread, is not holding this guy up, right? This is a big. This is a big dude. This guy's got to be pushing six hundred pounds, right? I mean, he's a big guy, real big guy. Uh, he's going after this lady though, for sure. He looks uh, very interested in what she has to offer, but it also looks like he's going to cut her head off. So, not a not a good first date. I would say failed first date. But art is pretty pretty good. Not a lot of background stuff going on. With this is very much about what's in the foreground there, which is uh just this dude's like straight up six pack, right? He's just he's this guy. You know what that is? This guy's actually got pretty good biceps too. I think he's just like actually killing it in the gym. But he lets his weekends get away from him a little bit, you know. So he's not really all he could be. But he's he's like he's like ninety percent of the way there. So like shout out to Ikendu Cyclops, like Ikun Ikundu Cyclops. That's pretty good. The art is, is pretty decent. I'm running out of um running out of drinks. Um Alright. So that was that was Tom Smiley. Tom Smiley of Dead Format. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I think they're a superior podcast. I really like the Dead Format. I know it's uh, some of our boys out here from the Boston area. Uh, well, Ian's formerly Boston, soon to be Cleveland. Can't believe that. They're awesome. I like their podcast a lot. You know what? Tom and Ian, like, very uh, analytical mind when it comes to legacy. So I appreciate that from those two guys. And they're, like, good dudes. They're good dudes. Oh, them a bunch. Shout out to them. Rich just said... Seb McKinnon, Chalice of the Void. Didn't link the picture. Didn't give me a link, a card image, nothing. So he's making me look for it. So really just like phoning it in, Rich. Phoning it in here. Uh, but that's okay, because like, Seb McKinnon, like I'm not a big art dude, but like, which is weird because I'm doing this art episode. But Seb McKinnon like regularly kills it. One thing I've noticed about Seb McKinnon, all of his skulls are weird shaped. All of his people have these weird, like weird skulls. This Chalice of the Void, though, is this art is pretty good. I gotta say. Seb McKinnon kind of kills it in this one. It's got, like, a cup in the middle. It's got, like, this weird-shaped skull. Like, uh, someone's been forming a skull from birth. Deforming it. 
bunch of mushrooms around this sword and this cup. It looks like uh like what Neil deGrasse Tyson sees when he sleeps. It's got like the universe pouring into it, encompassing this 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 chalice here. I like it. I like it. Um, one thing I don't like chalices. Like I don't think we see enough chalices in our in our day and age. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you go to a bar, you should get like a you should be given a chalice, like a real chalice, not like bejeweled. Right? It doesn't have to be have like encrusted diamonds on it, but I think you should be able to get like better than like a, just a pint glass at a regular bar. I feel like they should give out like uh like real like a chalice mugs, a horn of beer. You know what I'm saying? I feel like. Maybe there's a uh, possibility of having uh, in the future, like a Viking longhouse bar, like themed bar, right? But like not themed. Like you gotta go all in, right? Like people can bring their battle axes. You can get into fights there, and like you're not gonna call the police. You just let people like fight it out, and you get your meat in, in meat and like horns. I would be down for that. I would. I would pay. I would patronize that bar. All right. Balduvian Bear sent in the Water Gun Balloon game. He apparently likes this art. Celso, I haven't heard from Celso in a long time. And then all of a sudden he shows up in the Patreon chat. The Patreon page, the Patreon uh, Discord page with this whack-ass art. Did I rate Seb McKinnon? 4.5 out of 5. That's pretty good. Water Gun Balloon game. Unhinged art. I do like that there's super soakers in this art. That's kind of cool. I also like that the super soakers, one's held by clearly held by a goblin, the other one by a humanoid. I like that in- inclusivity in the uh, in the game here. The art is like the art's fine. It's a it's a, it's a, it's unglued art, right? It's like the unset art. It's a little uh, whimsical, which is cool. I don't mind that. I give this one like uh, it's got extended frames too. Like it goes over the uh, the text box, which is nice. I gave it like um, I gave it like a three, three point one out of five. It's not bad. Evil mailman. All right, this is a good one. He gave, he sent out some good ones. Birds of paradise. He says he loves a happy little accident. So, no, I believe Birds of Paradise was originally tropical island art, but then. The artist just drew, Mark Poole just drew a straight up big bird in front of, like, the island is, like, way in the background. Also, worth noting, maybe it was Volcanic Island, because it's, like, a volcano also exploding. But I'm pretty sure it was Tropical Island art originally. But, like, the the art is very much about these fucking birds in the foreground, right? The art's pretty dope, actually. I like it. It's very simple. It doesn't uh, expect a lot of you. I like this art. I'm gonna give it, like, a four, four out of five. Yeah. it's an, It's nice. It's, like... Watsy saw this art and was like, you know what, this is not good for our land, but we're gonna we're gonna put this on Birds of Paradise. They might have actually even created Birds of Paradise for this art. I don't know if that's true or not. You might want to fact check that. Someone check out Snopes.com and see if that's true. Negator77 sent in some of his favorite arts. First one, of course, is uh is Phyrexian Negator. You know what's cool about the Phyrexians that they come with their own sound systems, right? Like Phyrexian Negator's got his own subwoofers built into them, which is pretty cool. The wiring is a little messy. But I like I appreciate that this guy comes with his own sound system. You know when he's you know when the Phyrexian Negator's coming down the block, you're like 
A lot of bass. A lot of bass in this guy. I like that about him. He's got a strong chin, too. I just noticed that. Fraction Gator, strong chin. Chin spike. Strong chin. He's got a lot of electricity popping out of his joints, too. He might want to see the Cairo about that. I give this one like um like a four four out of five. I like I like that one. That one's nice. He's in like an arena. He's like an arena behind him. I feel like he's like he looks sneaky. I wouldn't trust that. I wouldn't trust that guy though. Next one is uh Fire Covenant. It's like a pretty good dragon. You know what the thing with this dragon is though? It's just like from his neck up. It's not a lot of the dragon. Maybe this guy didn't know wasn't good at drawing dragon bodies. Or maybe he just wanted like a good profile. It's like a straight up profile of the dragon's head. I don't know. Hmm. I don't like how he did the second horn. Like the horn farthest from the art. Seems like it's a little weird. I feel like I should be further back. Just the way the angle is. I like it though. It's neat. Mm. I'd like to see more tongue from that dragon though. I feel like he'd be like, be like sticking his tongue out. Like a lizard. He gets like a 2 out of 5. And Triskelion. So... Does Triskelion have those weird googly eyes in the actual art? I gotta look this up. Because the one he sent me has like these weird googly eyes on it. And I, I can't imagine that's how that's how it uh it's actually in the art. Oh, Triskelion. That's now I get all these weird Celtic symbols. He does have googly eyes. That's weird. Huh. Doug Schuler. Really getting in there, huh? Triskelion. It's an old artifact. This guy's got three arms. Three arms, two weird eyes, and a smokestack. A strange mouth. Huh. This guy's going to haunt me tonight. He looks like uh, Cookie Monster was made in metal. That's what it reminds me of. He, I don't think Triskelion takes life very seriously, though. You know what I'm saying? He's got, like, those, uh, those uh, claw game arms. You know, like the arcade, the claw games. Uh, which... which Fun fact about me, I am excellent at. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Doug Schuler kind of killing it with this. I like the, I like the monochromatic Triskelion here. It's like he uh, didn't want really want to get far from the brown palette for this picture. Not a good signature though, so that kind of takes away from. I'm gonna say like uh, three out of five. We haven't really hit the top the top layer here. Zach sent in Cephalid Illusionist, which like makes me a little mad because I don't like that card as a. As a card, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I've been very, um, I've been very forthright. I've been very earnest evaluating these cards. I think uh, I've been very fair in my evaluations. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this guy the full English breakfast. I'm gonna give him the full rundown and uh, really, I'm gonna get into it. Okay, there's like a little lamprey, lamprey. Being controlled. Pete Venters, uh, by the way, drew this art. So it was like a uh, octopus person. An octopus uh, creature. Wearing robes. Why Why do the creatures wear robes underwater? I feel like that would be a lot in the way. Yeah, I don't like that. He's got a weird head, too. Anyway. Looks like he's controlling this lamprey to, uh, to eat this octopus lady. I'm assuming it's a lady. It's like a, it's far away, but it's another octopus thing in robes, but it has like a shapely waist. I'm going to say lady because this other guy in the foreground, not very shapely, very much like a box like me. Uh, yeah, it looks like he's controlling this lamprey to eat this uh, eat this lady. 
It doesn't seem very nice. Uh, let's see. Is it? How does this fit, fit flavor? I'm a big fan of like when art fits the flavor of the card, right? Yeah. So, uh, I don't think this. Uh, oh well, it's an illusionist, right? So maybe he's making this lady octopus think it's being eaten by this uh, lamprey. I'm calling it a lamprey. It's like a giant uh, eel. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? This card's perplexing me. I guess I guess the art works for the flavor of the card. I'm giving the art. I'm giving the art. Well, if it wasn't for the card itself, I'd give the art like a three out of five. But I'm giving it a one out of five because I don't like Cephal Breakfast as a deck. I think it's bullshit. I don't like decks that beat me because they just draw cards. I fucking hate that. I hate I hate win the game if you draw all the cards in your deck. I don't like it. Lab Maniac, don't like it. Don't like you, Lab Man. Go find another game. Suga Time just said animate wall. Didn't like specify which art. I feel like there's a lot of animate wall art, but we're going to look it up real quick. Some of our patrons just didn't really put in the work here. There's a lot of animate wall art, so I'm just going to pick the first one. I'm going to say this one. This one by... uh, Hold up, hold up. Yo, Google's killing me right now. This one by Dan Frazier. This art... This wall's got a face and arms. What the fuck? This wall, the animation of the wall, gave him little dumbass arms and a dumbass face in the wall. It's just floating in blackness. Dan Frazier, you suck at this art, man. This art... That's not a wall that I'd be afraid of. It looks like a wall from uh, the Dark, not the Dark Crystal, Labyrinth. Remember that movie with David Bowie and that weird lady? This looks like the Labyrinth movie art. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know what? I take it back, Dan. Dan, I'm sorry if you listen to this podcast. I didn't mean to insult your art. I'm just saying, like, there's no background, man. You just blacked it out, dude. It's just like this wall floating in the middle of nowhere. This lady looking real angry at this wall. Is this wall accosting this woman, or is she making it animated? I feel like she's animating the wall. I think if you animated the wall, and it came out looking like this, I would be pissed like this lady is. She doesn't look happy with how she animated it. And it's got some dumbass arms and this dumbass face on it. I don't blame her. I'd be pretty pissed, too. Although, she does have a dope-ass necklace on, so I'll give it like a 2.5 out of 5. That's not bad. Blur your face. This guy's got some all curse of oblivion. This guy's got some original magic art too. I didn't realize how many of uh how many of our listeners, I remember patrons were like straight ballers in the magic art world. It's pretty cool. I got a couple prints, but uh This isn't working. Huh. Oh, so Blurring Your Face sent me two magic arts. One is of like this mountain. He didn't give me the name of the card though. It's pretty gorgeous. Blur your face. The first, FYI, the first one you sent, I like it. I like it quite a bit. Nice framing, too. Like, that's like a, that's like a 5 out of 5 framing. I'll give the art like a 4 out of 5. Curse of Oblivion. This looks like a uh, an Innistrad card. It's like um, this lady drank too much and then fell asleep at the ocean. And is like gonna drown. Oh, yeah, it is Innistrad. Uh... This is another uh, joint project from some artists. Jana 
Schirmer and Johannes Voss. Her head has disappeared in the water, which is kind of uh, unfortunate. Huh. The first step to peace is to learn how to forget. Man. I feel that today. Um, I like that art. You know what, though? I have a much more... I have a lot of affinity for art that's like oil or watercolor. This looks like digital art, which is like... <clears throat> it's its own thing, man. I don't knock it. It's just not my bag. It just looks... It, it always looks... I've never seen digital art that looks like it was done in like a physical paper. You know what I'm saying? It always looks digital. I guess like when we like when I'm older and you won't be able to decipher digital art from like actual like well, I don't say I don't mean actual art, I mean like physically done in real life art. Does that make sense? Probably doesn't. It just looks digital to me, so it just doesn't have the same impact. It's pretty cool though. I would like to see like a large format picture of it. Cow Ether uh, comes it comes in hard with the uh, the Cup Island artwork, which for, for what it's worth, when I was rocking those uh, Zendikar or is it Zendikar yeah, Battle for Zendikar, whatever they are, uh, those full art islands, the Cup Islands. That's what I was rocking when I had full art islands, guys. I like those a lot. People who hate on them, get out of here, man. Those are good. I like that. If I want to live on an island, it's going to be a cup of water. It's going to be ocean in my island, right? Like, there's not really anywhere to live. I'm going to live on an island that's basically just in the ocean. I dig that. Teabag Tom. Like, Teabag Tom, I met him once in Niagara Falls. Uh, believe he had his wife and the young child in tow and was also rocking, a, like, a killer mustache. So, uh, this guy's like just, like, firing all cylinders and sends in the uh, surgical extraction art. Which I think gets overlooked a lot. That art is so baller. It's so good. Right? Someone's like gone full uh, full on Swayze. And is like ripped out the spine and cranium of someone. It's good art. I like the um, symmetry. The way it's laid out. Uh, that's like a that's like a solid like a B, like A minus art. Maybe A. Actually probably pushing A. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's just very metal. Like I feel like I feel like uh if your art can be on the cover of a heavy metal album, that's also like just a good that's a good positive for the art, right? It's good. I like surgical extraction. I'm gonna give that a I give that a a a, a, a solid A. Solid A. Uh let's see, we got a bunch more to go through here. Cow Ether. Flooded strength. We're gonna do some we're gonna do some uh some Fast reacts, quick, quick reacts. Flood of Strand. This is the uh, the masterpiece one or whatever they were called, Expedition one. It's good. I like it. It's very colorful. Looks like watercolors. Veronique Migond. Main 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 node main node. It's nice. It's like a B B plus. Pluto Delta. Same artist. Same same grade. Vengeful Rebirth, Semikin. Again, guy's got a weird understanding of what the human skull looks like. Well, maybe they're not human skulls, right? It is a fantasy world. It's good art, man. Just not... It's got that... Yeah, it's like a halfway between... Yeah, you know what? A. It's an A. It's like a, it's like a 4... It's like a 4.7 out of 5. 
And then he's got Phil Foglow in here with Apathy. Phil Phil and Kaja, not a huge fan of them. Although I guess they got the whimsy that I like. I I don't know, man. There's just like very cartoony art. Very cartoony art. It's good though. Cloud Pirates. Orcish Librarian, both Phil Foglio. Orcish Librarian, I think he's being a little bit I think he's being a little silly with that one. Naked Lunch. Library Paste. He put his own name in the artwork. It's this Foglio on the bookmark. Actually, that's kind of baller, though. I kind of dig that. You know, I'm coming around on Phil Foglio here. It's all right. It's like a three out of five. Tim Raines. Tim Raines has two submissions here. I'm going to talk about them both. First one's Flying Men, which is a 1-1 one, one for a single blue. Uh, he says, uh, <laughs> he like this one for incorrect use of plurals. I agree. It should be it should be a one one that that comes in and creates another one one. So at least you have men, you know, implying man. It should be. I don't like that it comes in by itself. He also has a cat deck, and he has a breeding pool, and he altered himself apparently, of two cats engaging in uh, coitus, in a pool. So I got two issues with this. The art is like the art's okay, right? I I gotta say. I couldn't do this art, right? I couldn't make this art, so. But I have two problems with this. The cats are doing doggy style, and I feel like cats, in general, probably don't do work that way. I don't think they would. I don't think they would uh, stoop so low to be doing doggy style. These cats are obviously having sex in a pool, which is kind of funny because of the name of the card, obviously. Uh, so that's my first issue that they're doing doggy style. I feel like maybe that's not what cats would do. I feel like they're kind of. I feel like cats are a little uppity. I don't like cats personally. My other issue is, uh, well, you know what? I guess it's just the doggy style thing. The, the, the first cat doesn't seem to be enjoying it too much. I don't know if this is like a consensual thing. I mean, they are cats, right? They're animals. I'm not a huge fan of it. It's it's fine, I guess. I mean, if you did it yourself, that's probably pretty good. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're really going at it. They're going at it hard. Uh, last one from Sean Reagan sent in uh, six thirty eight tonight. This is the uh, Lowlands Netherlands Plains Euro promo. I'm gonna look it up because like the art he linked to it isn't very high quality. Lowlands. Let's see if I can find it here. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty stunning. Some of the Euro art. Huh. That is real nice. I like it. Eric Eric Peterson. Shout out to Eric Peterson. That's good. I like the uh windmill in the background. Man, look at those Nords, right? Always forward thinking. Thinking about renewable energy sources. That's that's a good one. I like that one a lot. I'm going to give that a 4.5 out of 5. We didn't hit any 100s tonight, right? No A pluses, but we had some really good art tonight. This episode went a lot longer than I thought. I didn't think I, th- I, didn't, I didn't think I could talk for 45 minutes by myself, but I did. So I guess that's it. I mean, I hope you guys... Maybe you guys made it to the end of this episode. I really don't know. Um, I enjoyed reviewing this art. I hope I'm somewhat coherent. Um, and I hope that this was somewhat, 
I can't imagine this is useful for anybody, but I hope it's like mildly entertaining. I don't know. I think it's kind of funny, but I but that's just me in this state. When I edit this tomorrow, I might feel completely differently. I'm sure I will, and who knows if this will ever make it to air. Um, but let's see. A couple of things I want to go over before we get out of here. We have the uh, the Leaving Legacy open on October 26th. It's uh, being hosted by uh, Gaming Etc. Michelle Cove and her wonderful uh, team there are running the event for us. Jerry and I we we show up with camera with my camera equipment, my computer, and uh, we just plug everything. We plug our stuff in and we we cast from the spare room there, one of the spare rooms there. But I mean, they do all the hard work. They set it up. They get people registered. They get all the deck lists taken care of. They do all the awesome work. Um, Michelle and them over there are just fantastic people. So shout out to Michelle and Gaming Etc. Uh, we love them over there. Um, so yeah, so we got the the open on October twenty sixth. I think entry is fifty bucks. Uh, we scaled down attendance to make it a 5k so it, which is pretty cool so hopefully we hit that number again and uh and really uh and it's all again cash prizes and all that stuff which is cr- pretty great we'll be streaming the entire event which is awesome as well uh we get so many people who really enjoy the stream so that's that's really exciting even though uh at times jerry and i are just kind of joking with ourselves we're not even really talking about the uh the games but I hope you guys get something out of the uh, the event. I think people literally enjoy playing it on the camera, and uh, I, I I hope they enjoy the event too. We have a ton of fun with it. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. Hopefully, we do another uh, event dinner the night before. Usually Friday night, we'll try to get everyone together and do a dinner out. Um, I might have to cancel football practice for that night, but we'll get everyone out and have a, a cool uh, dinner for people who want to go out there and and uh, and all that stuff. We'll we'll get those details out there as well. Um, but let's see what else. Uh, I have no uh, scoops into top eight this week is going to be uh, Smirnoff Vodka. I'm not a huge vodka person. I've been drinking Jameson um, for the last like year and a half. But uh, I recently realized I had a bunch of vodka in my freezer. So I started using that a little bit. And it's nice. It's nice because if you don't want to change the flavor of your drink, you just put vodka in it. And all of a sudden, it's uh, it's a good time. So I'll scoop that into top eight. Uh, let's see. I'm going to scoop my... Uh, my express football flag flag football team in a top eight because they're great. They, I mean, we're we're a young team, but they got a lot of heart and we they play hard. So I appreciate that. Uh, I got no poops this week, man. I've had a good week. You know, the weather's great up here in, in New England. Fall, it's lovely, and uh, it's all good, man. Um, let's see. Well, if you want to find, if you want to email, if you want, uh, if you want to. Tweet at me. You find me at Pat Ugo on Twitter. You find Jerry at JMEE3RD. You can tweet the podcast directly, which is also secretly me, at LALMTG. There's only like 100 and some on followers on that account. I feel like we should have more. So, like, if you're on Twitter and you're listening to this, go follow LALMTG. Uh, it's legacy-centric stuff. It's not just me being an idiot. So you can follow that. Uh, find the Patreon at patreon.com slash leaving legacy. Um, you can find, uh, find us on Facebook, of course. Uh, just search for leaving legacy. You can find us on hipsters of the coast. There are awesome hosts. And, uh, Dave McCoy does a great job down there. I always send these episodes in like the last minute and he does a great job getting them up so that you guys can listen to them on Friday mornings, which I think is pretty cool. Friday is a good day. It's like the end of the week, you know, getting to the weekend. Uh, let's see what else. I think that's it. Oh yeah, you can email us 
leaving a legacy MTG at hipstertocoast.com. I think it's MTG. I'm sure if you just send anything to at Hipster the Coast, they'll send it to us. I think it's leaving a legacy MTG. It might be just leaving a legacy Hipster the Coast. Whatever. If you want to email us, we don't get a lot of emails, but if you want to email us something, send it there. You know? Don't like send us phishing stuff. Send us like actual emails, but um yeah, I guess that's it, guys. Um I hope you don't hate this episode. Uh, I feel pretty self conscious about it now. We'll see how I feel about tomorrow. Maybe we won't send this out, but I hope you guys like it. I appreciate all you guys who send in your artwork and guys and girls and and uh and yeah. You know, we love you out here. We hope you guys uh, enjoy the podcast. Hopefully Jerry will be back next week and uh he'll uh, make up for my 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 sorry ass in this episode, but uh I had a a moderate amount of fun doing. Actually, I, I would say like a, a moderate plus amount of fun doing this. And uh yeah, we'll catch you guys all next week. Have a good one. I don't know how to end this episode by myself. This is weird. I thought I was going to rant, but I guess not. Anyway, have a good one, guys. We'll see you all next week.